Okay, quit hiding the bangs. You gotta commit. No. You gotta have them in the front. <laughs> yeah, so what's... <laughs> I can't even tell you. All this morning, since... Okay, I, I don't want to talk about it till the podcast is going. <laughs> okay, let's get started then. What? <laughs> Here's the thing. We have <laughs> my favorite guest so far. <gasps> Great. Thesing? Thesing? Thesing. Thesing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Really could not stick the landing <laughs> on the last name. So sorry. Thesing. That's okay. Thesing. It's Grant Thesing. Thesing. It's okay. Easy. Easy. I'm not offended at all. I'm not going to contemplate just leaving the podcast right totally. now. I'm going to stay on. Like me. Usually. Even though you guys messed up my last name, which is very obvious. Just pronounce it's like super awesome what teasing i don't think i messed it up i think your actual friend messed it up grant well well emily i think this podcast we'll see where it goes but i think by the end of it there may be a change in friendship there may we'll be see no friendship at the end of this <laughs> grant uh i like to introduce you as the president of the improv comedy club at oregon state university <laughs> I also like to introduce you as the guy who works at Dixon, who's always at Dixon, even when he's not working, mm-hmm. so in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I like to introduce you as, like, super sweaty. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I am a sweaty manager at a gym who used to be president of Improv Comedy Club. Um, oh, I was forced into stepping down due to old age <gasps> because I continued on to a fifth year, so I was getting a little long in the tooth, so... We need to get some young blood in the company. You know, every company goes through it. Every club goes through it. But um, yeah, and I am a very, very sweaty man. And I'm definitely going to be sweating progressively as this podcast goes on, as this is performing for me. (laughs) Listeners, you can imagine Do you only sweat? (laughs) Yeah, Grant is getting drenched. Do you only sweat when you perform? Um... So, okay, do you want me to bring you through my sweatshirt? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please do. So... I definitely, so I didn't like sweat as much as like a kid or even like early puberty, but I think like right when my like hormonal brain chemical makeup got to the point where like I was definitely experiencing like a lot of anxiety, I started sweating a lot. That's like the way it came out. Um, You know, my body was trying to get rid of my anxiety by sweating it out, I guess. Yeah, which helps because then you have pit stains and then you're like, oh, sweet, this doesn't make me more anxious or anything. (laughs) No, no. But um, giving you something to really be anxious about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least it's like a real thing to be anxious about. You know, at first it was just kind of like, oh, everybody's thinking about me. And of course, nobody is. But then it was like, yeah, just my mental demons. Yeah. You get it. Not real. So. Because you sweat. Exactly. Very very good though you perform but i do like to point it out just because it is like it feels like i'm missing low-hanging fruit if i don't you know and there's like no no intelligence in making fun of you for it right but (laughs) every time i just like cannot help myself i feel like there's also no intelligence in making fun of grant for being at the gym all the time because it's just this like no oh yeah good for you well (laughs) for you for taking care of what it is yeah, I mean, there's just, like, so little to make fun of me about, you know? Because I'm just so perfect that, like, you gotta <laughs> oh, yeah. pick whatever. 
Yeah, this man uses natural deodorant, like a king. This man, ugh, you get it. Yas king. Yes. Hey, can I make fun of a second thing for you? Well, not really make fun. Can I inquire about something? Yeah, for sure. Go off. Go off, queen. Go off, queenie. <laughs> did, uh, did we inspire you to make a podcast? Oh, this is interesting. Um, so, of course, um, Ashley, um, I told you I was going to do this before the podcast started. <laughs> yesterday but i did want to say you've been a really good friend to me and i appreciate you so much and i knew this was going to make you feel really awkward on camera um on record and seriously thank you so much you've made my osu i'm gonna make fun of you for just talking by talking over you experience so much better and um stop i mean i would say like you were added into the like matrix of fluid that eventually um, birthed Ew. out. Okay. <laughs> Stop using gross metaphors. Um, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, no, I think you two, like, I mean, just like, I guess, seeing like two people that I knew and had met and like had kind of similar, like, in a way, aspirations of like, you know, getting our thoughts out there and like keeping some sort of connection community going with like a listener base either just like of our friends from college or you know like maybe reaching out to new people you know who knows what the future holds but um yeah so I would definitely say you all added to that I mean I would like to say that my bigger inspiration for like my comedy heroes I was gonna and say stuff. so you're not using the word comedy inspire <laughs> we didn't inspire you yeah yeah it's like um it's like uh, some of the best comedy writers. Yeah, Dave. Dave Chappelle, Ashley Chan. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you're the... That's kind of how it goes for a lot of people. Yeah. But it's not just you, Grant. Yeah, most people like me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm like so nervous on this podcast. Like to meet my heroes, you know, it's just really... Just to be, just to be Zoom calling with you. Oh. I was gonna say the the deodorant was double dipping. I feel like it, people can't listen to your podcast and my podcast. You talked about it. On oh, should I already episode. plug my podcast this early? I'm like trying to avoid saying it. Oh <laughs> no, I think we should talk. Oh, about, we sorry. already talked okay, about okay, it twice. Mind. We might as well just like put it out there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's it. the Bit Stains podcast. Bit Stains, you know, because uh, Pit Stains, uh, me and my. <laughs> Something yeah. we already covered. Me and my, <laughs> Thank I was you. setting you up. Thank you so much. The episode's over. <laughs> wow, this was a short podcast. I kind of like it. Um, so me and Ian Scriven, my good friend, we had met at OSU. He graduated two years before me. He was uh, dating a coworker of mine. And like, for some reason on our very first conversation, I was just like, this is the man that I have the most comedy chemistry with. And I will never like maybe replicate that any other time. Um and yeah because we would just annoy the heck out of everyone around us and we listen to the same podcasts we're into the same comedy stuff so um we decided to like we knew eventually if i was in the portland area we would do something and because uh, i got to move to the portland area early due to this little thing called the coronavirus um we decided to start that up early um you know no, no, don't answer that. That didn't I was, deserve anything. I forget who I was talking to, but I'm like, is it funny to pretend to not know what the coronavirus is? I'm not sure oh. if it's funny or not. I hate, I hate that nobody ever uses, uh, no one ever talks about coronavirus, like, by using the word 
in any email or any discussion board I go on, it's always like, because of the state of the world, or like, because of what's going on, it's just also like, you can use because of the current conditions. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so. <laughs> I hate. I hate that. Hit it to me. Hit it with. Hit me with it. Straight. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I guess that like kind of just speaks to the nature of how coronavirus is like affecting everything. It's like on some level, it's like a semi-scary disease that like you know is very detrimental to like certain parts of our population certain comorbidities can i get really scientific on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can talk about how much you care about the economy (laughs) yeah i am thank you ashley i am one of those people that's like oh what about the economy In a, in a time like these, you know, everybody wants to, me to talk about the economy. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, you know, obviously it's not just the virus itself. It's like how we have to socially change everything. Because there's so many dang people on this planet that even if we tried, we couldn't be six feet away from each other. We all have to stay home. We all have to stay home. That's uh, true. Oh, I have. Okay. Uh, wait. I don't know if I should go back to what are your favorite podcast grants. Yeah, let's start with that. Yeah. What are your favorite podcasts? What inspires you? Um, so my favorite podcast, I started off listening to, I guess, a bunch of different, like, you know, like a lot of stand-up comedians were, like, that was kind of... This man is a comedy bang bang ear wolf. I was gonna get to that (laughs) but like I guess I was like a comedy basic guy at first cause like I feel like every guy as like a rite of passage in podcasts like listens to like Joe Rogan and Bill Burr first I feel like (laughs) that's just like that's like how you stumble into it and then Mm -hmm. like you know like I don't actually like Joe Rogan the man that much just because he's not like that funny, and like, I think he, I think he does <laughs> so a good funny. job. Okay, next week's guest, Joe Rogan, is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> he won't come on after this. Joe Rogan is canceled, says. <laughs> but um, you know, so I guess I started there, and then I definitely fell into the Earwolf family comedy bang bang. But really, I only listen to like four podcasts consistently at this point, and number one by far is Hollywood Handbook. I just think that that podcast is so funny. That isn't Earwolf. Um, I think everyone should check it out. You got to listen to at least ten episodes <laughs> to really. Oh no, that's a lot of commitment. No, the... That's half a day. I'm assuming they're hour long. <laughs> that's what they talk about on the podcast. Is like, they're like, yeah. So our listener base is predominantly a bunch of people trying to convince their friends to listen to ten episodes to finally think this is funny. <laughs> but um. Oh, man. Yes. Here you are. I am defending their honor. honor. So if you've got what, a lot of patience. Very nice. Um, for our listeners, if you guys want to check out Bitstains, there's only three episodes out right now, which makes it super manageable to catch up. I was like, I felt really, like, when I, when Ashley told me Grant was coming on, I was like, oh, and he's got a podcast, I gotta listen to all of it. And then I was like really relieved that it was such a manageable task for me to do. Emily, give me, give me your honest yeah. thoughts. <laughs> Because I feel like I have a very, like, Ian and I have a very specific target audience. 
And well, it's not Emily. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's 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 abrasive. We are not thinking about the young women listening. <laughs> it's a very abrasive podcast in terms of, I guess, like it is pretty filthy, especially this last episode. Ian and I are gonna push it back with this next one, but yeah. Um, I thought it was good. It made me laugh. It was like definitely more, more explicit than anything I would listen to. I think, but I think it's still funny. It's like I don't know. I feel like men do like their stand up a lot of times. It's like a ton of dick jokes, and I'm like, I guess this is funny, but it's like. <laughs> yeah. I can't relate. I don't know. It's yeah. fun. So maybe it like went a little too far into that, but like I said, I, it made me laugh. I thought it was funny. I think that is what's nice about uh, the comedy field right now is that there's a nice spread, at least, you know, a surgence of female comedians coming into the realm, which I think is nice just because like, I would like listen to like comedy growing up and I'm like laughing my, uh, my butt off. <laughs> Am I allowed to like say little swear words? <laughs> Um, three letter, sorry. Yeah, a little little three letter. Um, but I'm like, would women like? They couldn't relate to this, right? <laughs> like, like this guy's like talking about like, oh my girlfriend. Oh, it's like, is this is this relatable? <laughs> like, um, so I think it's nice now that there's a lot more female comedians because like I'll watch some of their stuff and I'm like, oh, this is like a really good setup. Like, she's obviously like very funny, but I'm like, I don't, I can't. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like, this is not an experience I've had. So that must be how it was, you know, growing up yeah, for a ni- lot of it's comedy It's nice fans. that the other half of the world gets relatable content now. It's a good thing yeah. about 2020. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <sighs> okay, hit me with it. What's, what's, what's the topic today? What are we doing? <laughs> okay, so our first it. question, my favorite question to ask people, um, who... Who is your parents' favorite child, Grant? I'm assuming do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah, I I have two yeah, younger <laughs> brothers. They're twins, oh, Holden yeah. and Luke. You have to do all of your parents. <laughs> you have to do all oh, of your no. parents. Oh no! So like parents. even my divorced family like outbranching. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like there's like um in orchards they'll kind of like they'll have a main tree that has a main fruit. And then they'll like gouge a side of the tree out and put a branch in there, and then that branch will turn into the fruit. <laughs> That's Rapping, basically yes. what divorced families are. Um, <laughs> so, God, I mean, <laughs> it's probably me. Um, just in terms of I'm the first child. Do guests usually answer this, or are they like, oh, I think they like all of us? <laughs> No, all That's of our not guests true. Last answered. week, Sue said it was her brother, but everyone else has said I think it's me. I mean, I I feel it's unfair because I was the first no. child, so like I was yeah. the first one they were in contact with, like the first one that like they made <laughs> all their mistakes okay. with, you know. <laughs> they appreciate you because they're, you're their biggest mistake. You really ground them to humanity. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's like ripping off the band-aid. It, like, hurts so much, but then, like, let's say there was a couple other bandages, like, lower down the wound. You're like, oh, this isn't so bad anymore. <laughs> that first one was, like, good in comparison. <laughs> what? 
I think that your family is super sweet, though, from what I've seen of them. Like, your mom goes to your stand-up shows. Like, she'd drive down to Corvallis. I don't know where she lives. But to watch you do stand-up, which is Yeah, so no, cute. my my mom, she, she stands. She's a great um, fan. Um, no, like, my parents are super supportive. And, you know, I try and, like, reciprocate that great support that I know many people... Um, including people that I know very well have never had. Like, I try and reciprocate that by, like, making sure that I'm on top of my stuff. I'm being as, like, busy, taking up as many opportunities as possible just because I know many people don't get that sort of support. So I try and make sure I'm, like, paying it back to them. So are you saying saying that Luke is not good? good, This he's not taking advantage of all of his opportunities that's why he's not the favorite sorry to call him he's the only one that i know he did attend improv a couple (laughs) times huh that i've met (laughs) yeah he also lived across the hall from one of my good friends in freshman year his freshman but um yeah no i think luke and holden they're doing it their own way i think i've been the most and this is like what my therapist had like talked to me about in high school is like with like the family dynamic like the first son a lot of times is like following everybody's like following the parents like rules and like respecting it and going along with their exact advice whereas like the younger brothers will see where the oldest went and will decide either to take some of the things that they've seen have been successful or go away from it so like i'm kind of a perfect mixture in many ways of like my parents whereas like luke holden depending on their like experiences have picked up certain habits but then been like oh that one that grant does is lame so let's like not put effort into that <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 in that way like second kids have a way bigger benefit i definitely as the younger child emily and i are both the youngest yeah just like i watch my brother <laughs> and i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that and that's yeah. why i'm i'm kidding but so do you think you're yeah parents i feel like i would be stressed i would be more stressed if you said that like oh one of my twin brothers is the favorite like i feel like it would either be you or like both of the twins are the favorite (laughs) i feel like it'd be insulting if your parents chose one twin to be the favorite i mean they are fraternal twins so they look absolutely nothing alike oh okay Okay. um we all look very similar like the genetics are very strong Yeah, we're all we're all related. related. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but people that are related look similar. I just want to. Uh, yeah, before. you've heard that. That's come up before. Um, so, um, they're really different personality-wise as well. So we're all kind of um, like there's like a thesine spectrum, just like many other mental <laughs> disorders have a spectrum, and like um, we are. Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm, like, in the middle, and then, like, Holden's on the side where, like, people like him, people like to socialize with him, you know, he has, like, a lot of friends, and then, like, Luke has, like, a couple of, like, really, really solid friends, but he just doesn't care enough about other people to, like, change his behavior in a way (laughs) that would make him socially acceptable. So, like, I think I'm, like, always, like, oh, with certain people are... (laughs) Oh, you think you're... You think you're in the middle of socially no, acceptable? No, no, no. Holden, Holden's <laughs> so the most socially Finish acceptable. Finish your thought. I'm like, I'm like the next guy down, and then Luke's down here. Okay. I'm, I'm very abrasive okay. too, but it's just like I'm like, hey, if you think I'm abrasive, meet, meet my brother. 
kind of <laughs> okay i think it's you. time now to address um what ashley's been doing this entire <coughs> episode so far <laughs> let's do it roasting no. you grant <laughs> what no. what have i been doing this whole no, time it's not that N- not that oh my gosh <laughs> on camera ashley you're doing certain actions with your hair and you're playing with your bangs, Ashley. Oh, no. <laughs> Is she frozen for you, too? Uh, she's frozen for me, Emily. She as left the call because we were about to make fun of her bangs. <laughs> as soon as she saw where this was going, she left. Oh, there she is. Uh, oh. Uh, she's going to pretend that she wasn't here this whole time. <laughs> Can I just... <laughs> Can I just say that my internet froze right at the perfect time to not hear you say unkind words about my hair <laughs> or my choices? <laughs> I think it did freeze at the perfect time, but you're also frozen again, which is perfect. <laughs> okay. Oh, now she's back because she's on her phone. Oh, no. Oh, wait. She texted us. Okay. Well, I was okay. texting you. <laughs> so... Okay, yeah, so let's let's talk about it. What happened yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah, what'd you do, Ashley? Yeah, so there were a couple thoughts. I'm just going to go ahead and get it out in the air. I cut, oh. I gave big, myself things. Big there cry were a couple for help. Thoughts. <laughs> a couple... A couple things going through my mind. Uh, there's a song by Bill Wirtz called... Uh... I, what is it called? I did something bad. Mm-hmm. I made a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines. Uh, and I'd been thinking about the song for a while because there's just like really perfect lyrics in there. And so I was like, oh, you know what would be really funny? <laughs> I gave myself bangs. So that compounded with the fact that last week I asked. Oh, yeah. There it's it called is. Just Did a Bad Thing. That compounded with the fact that last week I asked what had changed since last episode and I said the new thing in my life was that I hadn't washed my hair I was like I feel like I have to do something new with my hair and so (laughs) I went ahead and cut like (laughs) of the front (laughs) of the front of my head (laughs) so now I have straight bangs across my face but get this I've never done this since like freshman year of high school which was a really bad time like I did it really bad um because i have like a round face and like i'm just like my face is really squat like imagine you took a normal face and then like on paint you just like clipped in on it (laughs) and then i have a really small forehead i have like a three head and not like four fingers here and so i like felt like it'd be a bad choice but here i am yeah great has a forehead emily has a forehead uh yeah and so now here i am just like looking stupid but i can't stop playing with it so emily did ask like did make a great statement which is like do you need help like are you okay like do you need do you need a friend i've called i've called i've made my calls (gasps) i've written my will oh no Jeez. No, I'm fine. I'm I don't fine. need to censor myself. You like, need to censor yourself. I did this as a bit. <laughs> okay, so before Grant came on the podcast, 
changing the subject. Uh, we were wondering about asking him if he should censor himself, with, which feels so wrong. But from, like, I feel like from the intro that we've had of you, it feels like it could be okay. Like, our demographic could no, be children. No, I was worried maybe. that he was going to, like, okay. make some sex jokes, and we were not going to be able to, like, yes and him. We were just going to be like, uh, okay. <laughs> Sit in silence, just like, yeah, exactly. good one. <laughs> so I was just saying, like, huh, maybe we should think about that. Which is yeah, like, it's kind of like a yeah. like you would have to we be like, oh, uh, Grant, I would assume that's very funny, but I don't know anything that you're talking about. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and mom, dad, I have no clue what he's talking about. <laughs> I do not know. I have never been on the internet or done anything wrong ever. Like, yeah, I don't. Not once in my I've life. I've never seen a stand-up special, so I don't know. <laughs> That would be a tough education on like my only experience that segment of life say. it was just through comedy stand up. What if we only learned through comedy stand up? I mean, comedy nowadays it. is the only place where we can speak our minds. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, and talk about our penises. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Does your mom? Does Susan listen to the? To bit stains does susan listen to here's the thing I'll, I'll send her an episode honestly i feel like she could be down oh, you know like moms will give anything a chance you know they'll kind of yes. be like oh like oh like it was so cute that your friends were like doing that like, yes yes like she was like I, when she listened she was like oh like grant you and ian are so cute it's like okay <laughs> thanks mom that is exactly how my mother feels about our podcast. She's like, oh, it's just so funny. You guys are so fun that you do that. But she can't finish an episode. Like, she, for the life of her, like, can't think it's entertaining. I don't know. She just doesn't listen to podcasts, so she doesn't. Ugh, it's so cute. It's nice, though. Yeah, it's 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 fun to my complain. My listen. Like, I'm... <laughs> it's fun to, like, make fun of my mom for, like, supporting me. <laughs> right. Like, thanks, thanks, Mom. I mean, I'll send her this one. This will kind of get her, like, the vibe, right? Even though I feel like this is a little different just because I'm, like, being scandalous over here. I'm being so You're scandalous. You're being scandalous? What? Okay. Uh, Do y'all want to make fun of, like, how gross it. my mustache is? <laughs> that I've started to grow? Yeah. We can all make fun of each other. When I FaceTimed you the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? And then I didn't comment on it because I felt What is that called when you just have like an inch of hair on your chin? Isn't this a goatee? Soul patch? A soul patch? Or wait, goatee's down here. Soul patch, mustache. This feels, that feels like a soul patch. That's what's happening. Eyebrows. (laughs) Nose hairs. (laughs) I thought okay, I'll shut up now. No, that's okay. What? No, I like it. I'm glad that you you had to look to us for approval or disapproval. She's still playing with her. She's still playing with her bangs. I can't not. They're just always oh, yeah. in my eyes. The other thing is, you guys it. might have seen Ashley's very funny Instagram story yesterday, where she or I, it's not yesterday when you're listening to this, but. She, like, was like, oh, I just did a really bad thing. And she made her bangs look awful. Like, they looked like a true cry for help. Like, I was worried about her. But then she sent me, like, just, like, a normal photo. She just sent me a selfie, and I was like, oh, those look fine. Like, those are cute. I'm not worried anymore. Uh, Her life. 
I told you I did it Her for a bit. I don't know show. what you want. She's from not me. a real. It's person. literally. <laughs> yeah, she like cuts her hair for the bit, keeps it like bad for the bit, and then it's like, oh, actually, for my friends, this is what my life is actually like, which is that this was a good d- thing. I just did a good thing. <laughs> it was a very good thing that I did. Yeah, that's the that's the audio memo. That Perfect. I <laughs> Please stop. Are you sure this is a good thing? I like. I keep going back in and trimming more hairs, but it's eventually just gonna eventually like, just all around. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a bowl cut by the end of quarantine. Yeah. Okay, so Ashley's cut her bangs. How has how has coronavirus affected your life, Grant? Um, so coronavirus has affected my, <coughs> has uh, affected my, <laughs> has affected my life. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, so <laughs> the way it's affected my life. No, I'll, I'll give a serious answer. I was like, how, like, how in depth should I go for like the, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast. I don't want to say a number and then it's an insult. But, um, the two. Two? Okay. Later when we listen back. Okay. It's me and Ashley. Um, yeah. Well, there'll be at least four because it'll be me and my mom too. Cool. But. Um, Bring it down to three because when I edit it, I don't re listen to the episode unless it's like three weeks later. <laughs> gotcha. But for me, how coronavirus has affected my life. So this was my victory lap of college. Mm. You know, I was going uh, nice and slow. Um, because I, I guess, was able to, and then also I just had so many things that I kept adding to my life each year, and fifth year was kind of like the peak of it. I was working at the rec center, I was doing my classes, I was finishing up a couple minors, and I was doing lab work with one of my favorite professors, and I was running an improv club and doing monthly stand-up shows with my friend, so, like, I was, like, really kind of peaking and hitting all my goals that I had set for myself sophomore year. And I was, like, super excited to kind of have one last term, slowly say goodbye to all those things. And I guess as with most kind of, like, goodbyes, transitions in the next phases, there's always kind of something to be desired and left out. But the coronavirus is definitely a much rougher goodbye than I guess I was kind of expecting but so like the first week was kind of tough for me I was like all sad boy about it you know up all night listening to Frank Ocean and all that but um but now oh, my boy's out here blasting Channel Orange Susan is banging on the door telling you to quiet it down yeah like I'm not even like I wasn't really crying I was just playing like an audio of crying like over Frank Ocean's album <laughs> That yes, was the for sure. Help. Um, yeah. But I've, you know, I guess this is just like the type of person I am. I like rearranged my goals, pivoted. I'm working on some of my like things for my future that have now kind of suddenly become like a more of a priority, such as like my comedy and eventual okay. med school. Yeah. So I'm working on a lot of that stuff. Still going to be finishing up. Those hmm? two really glad into each other. Ash, are you Nothing. interrupting me? I thought this was my episode. I, just, I was just talking. <laughs> I was just talking about the transition from med school from. Oh, you want me to elaborate on? Are you scared? 
are you scared that no no are you scared that one day you're gonna have a patient come in and they're gonna be like oh that doctor was really nice i'm gonna like look up to see what Mm -hmm. else is going on and then they're gonna find bit stains episode three (laughs) (laughs) big black cast iron so i guess or is that like not a big i've been i've been thinking about it more and more and Something, a trend that I've noticed that I think I'm hopefully predicting correctly. But I mean, worst comes to worst, like, you know, depending on which one of those I kind of like fall more in love with, which one I give my rose to, if you will, um, I'll kind of just make my decision then. But I truly think that in the future with how social media is moving and how like our society's definitely become more and more especially younger people through youtube tiktok instagram i mean there's a huge list but like it's really become like comedy focused and kind of like everybody exposing the world to their own lives and their own happenings that have been going on and i really think that in the future there just won't be such a big kind of separation between like professionalism and comedy and entertainment and like your kind of personal professional career goals and like your kind of performing artistic like connecting with the world goals that's where I kind of see everything going from like my upbringing because like I was a YouTube baby for sure I was definitely like me and my brothers watched so much YouTube right when it like first started so I've kind of been part of all that and I see that that's where it's going. I mean, who knows, you know, I'm sure there'll always be kind of a separation, but I really in many ways think it's a safe play to be having a foot in both fields just because of like how accepted all that stuff is now. Does that make sense? Does that make? Yeah, I understand. Just that like people are kind of just generally becoming more accepting of like alternative and a lot of people have stardom and fame now um a question for you grant so when season one we were trying to like figure out what to do for the first time we tossed around lsd like so much we talked about it (laughs) all the time (laughs) and ashley was like I want to get into nursing school. I can't have an entire episode of me doing hallucinogenics on the internet. So I said that we could do it in private the episode. But <laughs> a like, private episode to listen we back haven't done it yet. on your Mom. own. <laughs> anyway, so do you... So what Just in it, case what nursing never happens. Like, is, that, is that good to have... Or should we, like... Is that okay to have that kind of stuff on the internet? Or should we still, like... Is there still a line somewhere? <laughs> What? No, there's definitely still a line. I'm, I'm asking Grant. I've heard your take on it so many times, Ashley. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, Ashley, we all know your thoughts on it, all right? So <laughs> chill out over there. But um, I think, you know, I was about to say, like, you know, LSD, hallucinogenics, like any sort of drugs are still kind of taboo in those fields. But, like, even maybe potentially that's changing. You know, just because there's, you know, like a lot more, I guess, research as those barriers have kind of gone down on those effects. Um, Oh, my God. Remembering. Are you? hmm? I'm just I'm just. Well, I was just going to say if nursing schools don't want me to have like a parking ticket on my record, I just 
think that they don't want me publicizing if I use, like, drugs. Yeah, I think... <laughs> what were you going to okay, say, okay. Grant? <laughs> what, what no, I think, I think that totally makes sense. Like, I think Ashley's definitely making the smart play. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm risking <laughs> it. You. We'll We'll see. Like, I have had some YouTube videos that I've had that... I mean, partially, I just don't think they're, like, funny anymore, so I've taken them down. But, like, also, I'm like, this is just, like, not worth having up um, anymore. So, like, I've taken some stuff down on, like, my really old, like, freshman, sophomore year of college YouTube channel. I've taken a couple videos down on there just because it's, like, there's no point. Not worth being canceled over. Cancel Cancel culture, culture, baby. baby. Hashtag cancel grant. Things that... (laughs) Get it going. You get it. <laughs> um, this is another medical advice question, uh, kind of. Okay, let me let me put on my lab coat. <laughs> Sorry, just one sec. He, he listeners. He Perfect. literally has like degrees oh hanging up behind him. I don't know. <laughs> like he's in his office. Literally, he's his room has like a happy light and a printer in the back. It's the most professional yeah. I've ever. I'm just sitting. In I'm my in my bed. father's office. Um. Okay. <laughs> There it is. Mm. The truth is out. Um, so do you think that <laughs> laughter is the oh. best medicine game? Oh. <laughs> you are the worst. Are you? <laughs> um, I was thinking about it earlier, and it took all of me to not. Well, okay. Me to so say that. I do, at least personally, laughter has played like a big role in my like mental health and getting through my like tough times in life not that i've had like a truly challenging life like maybe just relatively you know because it's always relative is what we identify as like stressors and things that are like worth acknowledging as a struggle but um you know laughter really has played a role in that and like the main thing with comedy just because you know, I'm like a kind of, like my mom's always said that I've weirdly had like some level of undiagnosed, like multiple personality disorders, just cause like depending on my mood, I can be pretty different. But like my one thing that I can always bond with other people with is with like making them laugh and that always makes them more comfortable and kind of breaks down that initial like social barrier and like bit of like nervousness in the other person. And that honestly has, in like my very brief little experiences in the medical field, has helped make me more connected with like either patients or doctors or other medical professionals to make it just a more comfortable experience that they can kind of feel like on a level playing ground, maybe. It kind of like separates that distinction between um, patients and medical care provider. So, basically, to answer your question, um, it's the best medicine. Legalized laughter, bro. <laughs> it's just a plant, man. <laughs> Hashtag legalized laughter. You answered that question. Yeah, you were. Oh, wow. As expected. You, one you thought. You thought. You thought. <laughs> you thought that I had a little brain, but here I am. <laughs> Big brain. <laughs> Can I just let you know that my biggest fear going into this was that literally. Grant, I think you're so funny. I was so scared that I would just be constantly peeking the mic by just, like, laughing. Ugh. But here I am. Not laughing at anything. Not peeking the mic. (laughs) 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 
Okay. What we, what we all came for, Grant, what is a topic of conversation that makes you uncomfortable? Like, is there anything? So, I know that, you know, you guys are all trying to come off as if this podcast was spontaneous and no planning or anything, but Ashley and I did talk for quite some time yesterday <laughs> what? to try and figure out something I'm uncomfortable about. I'm being about added right now, because Grant is so I'm, cool under pressure. This man feels nothing. I am, like, my whole thing is that I really almost enjoy being uncomfortable and put into new situations that are kind of stressful for me. I guess, like, the only thing would be, like, anything that's, like, bodily harm. I'm kind of averse to dying early. Um, I have to, like, specify that because I do have some friends in the past that are just like, oh, yeah, free soloing climbing is actually safer than when you're in a rope. And it's like, all right, bud. Um, um, (laughs) So the thing that I have settled on for being uncomfortable is dealing with past versions of myself, like, throughout my time on this planet. Um, you know, when I traveled here <laughs> when from you arrived Mars as a young her. boy. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, all those pickup lines For the record, guys, women would Grant hit me with when I was Superman. a baby. I got an S on my chest. I'm flying around. Um, I got my girl Lois Lane by my side. She a baddie. Uh, next. <laughs> I'm nexting you next. <laughs> Um, I'm MTV. We're in that weird bus. (laughs) And MTV's next. And I've just called it the next guy. uh, My my bits are getting denied. That's okay. (laughs) I can handle that. But basically, my biggest thing that, like, makes me uncomfortable is just thinking about, like, past mistakes, which I think is a pretty common area of being uncomfortable. But I think I struggle with it a lot just because... I'm pretty honest about my past mistakes. Like, I'll, I'm willing to talk about them, but it does, like, bring a level of kind of, like, you know, I mean, it's, like, the struggle. It's kind of, like, objectively, I'm, like, of course, my life, like, you know, everybody has decisions that they regret, and those are the decisions that turn you into the person that you are and allow you to, you know, quote-unquote, learn things the hard way so that it's permanently ingrained in you. But a lot of times those decisions are just like the ones when you look back, you're just kind of like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I kind of had the wherewithal to like not make that decision. So I think looking back, I'm always uncomfortable kind of, you know, being like, oh, that like past version of myself. Not a big fan, not a big fan. (laughs) So that's like kind of the topic that I think would make me the most uncomfortable yeah do you think that's a like a guilt or a shame thing of like knowing that you've done these things that like hurt other people or hurt you or like were not beneficial to your growth yeah yeah i would definitely say it's mainly just a guilt thing um i'm not somebody that like really cares about shame i guess like it's always just like depending on myself and the ones that I respect and love's opinion on things so it's definitely more of just like a guilt in terms of like moving past it and like 
you know, when in high school, there's kind of a, I had a rough junior year and I like started to go to therapy around that time. And is this the part of the podcast when I start crying on mic or is <laughs> oh, this? We usually edit that part out. We can keep it in for you if you want. Oh yeah. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I started going to therapy around like halfway through my junior year in high school just because I wasn't making smart decisions. I wasn't hanging around the right people. Um, I was kind of, I guess I was like living life kind of hard. Like around that time, I was like, I was, briefly was like a stoner. I was still like my, one of my friends, one of my rich friends, we would, <laughs> when his parents would leave um, for weekends to go to a horse show, which is a very like Oswego thing to say. Um, we would like force him. He's like, we're like, hey, you have a mansion. Like, you have to throw parties, dude. So we would, like, throw, like, pretty frequent parties there. And, like, you know, like, a bunch of young kids, like, drunk and high and like, a really nice house. Like, that's just not a good... <laughs> that's definitely not a good uh, concoction environment, you know. So started going to therapy. And, like, my therapist was just talking about, like, you know, don't forget about those like poor decisions like you gotta hang on to those because those are the things that will make sure you never make those mistakes again mm. but you know like it is a weight to bear if that makes sense yeah so if like one of those friends from your junior year showed up or whenever that was and like started talking to you about that would you be uncomfortable would you be like Meh, i don't like thinking about it or i would i mean i guess like you know, I've been pretty fortunate, like, with my parents and my brothers and, like, with some other kind of counselor, psychologist type people. I've been able to talk about a lot of those things and, like, kind of move past them. But, um, you know, like, it'll still kind of be uncomfortable just because, like, it's hard in a brief interaction to express to somebody how much you've changed. Cause like in many ways, like I'm still exactly the same person. Um, but like I've really grown since then. So it's kind of like, you know, I guess it's kind of that, like when you briefly interact with somebody from like a past life from a past okay. life, <laughs> sorry, Tame and Paula, sorry, Next. my bad. Um, but, I was thinking uh, Maggie Rogers. So, Oh, oops. Oh, <laughs> Different songs, sorry. Um, but, uh, like, you just can't possibly, like, be like, oh, like, I've changed since then. Or, like, oh, I've I've grown, you know, so. Yeah, it's hard to You know, like, that. part of, yeah. So, do you think that, like, your choice into, like, sobriety has been... Like, so that you can prove to other people or so that you can, like, show to yourself that you're a different person or... Or is it just to be, like, a better version of yourself? Okay. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to prove? Options. What are you trying to prove with your sobriety, huh? <laughs> who are you proving well, to what? Yeah. Who, who are you trying to show that you're better to? Oh I'm, like, getting backed into a corner right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's the bad cop. Emily's the good cop. <laughs> and here we are. I knew that the friendship would start to <laughs> somewhere would crumble, <laughs> change over at oh, some yeah. point. But um, no, like it was. 
I think part of um, the two accusations you made of me, Ashley, were in some ways true, honestly, of kind of like, you know, it is mainly like I'm a big fan of like self-improvement just because that's like the only thing I 100% know I have control over mm-hmm. is just like working on myself. So that was like part of the journey was um, after my freshman year, I like officially gave up drinking and smoking um i was never like everybody that heard me quitting was like what like you don't even like drink that much or smoke that much like dude you don't even smoke bro (laughs) but um i did give it up um just in terms of i just knew i was a better person sober and that i liked you know because like i think a lot of people in the US, especially like in college, you know, a lot of kids don't necessarily talk about this, but I really actually appreciate the rise of comedy into prevalence because a lot of people in comedy are sober mm. and like kind of had a background in drinking, such as like John Mulaney or like never drank and just totally decided not to do it and didn't think it was cool, like Chris D'Elia. There's like a lot of popular people in the comedy realm who have given up that like part of everyday's so life just and, like it, in college doing it to be cool mm-hmm. you're just doing it to be relevant oh, with yeah. the other comedians oh that's one of the stepping stones <laughs> i'm kidding uh, honestly i didn't even know they were sober until like kind of recently i guess john mulaney i found out like three years ago mm-hmm. but um it's been definitely just a self-motivated journey to just give up that part of life but it was partially like you know because i mean you know i don't want to get into specifics or anything but like there were a couple friendships i did ruin just due to like you know i mean both sides were um not necessarily innocent but you know like if i had just been like sober at those parties i would have just like not either said those things that would have like kind of escalated so it was just kind of like a let's just like take that out of my life and I think a lot of people have a lot of kind of like hidden shame about their decision making while drinking but they just don't I don't I don't know what the underlying societal thing is that wants to keep people going with it but yeah are you two do you two like wait how old is everybody <laughs> I was just about <laughs> just to say <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, oh my I'm, gosh. <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> I'm 21, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. So are you, are you, do you participate, Emily? Are you like an occasional like social drinker gal or are you getting blacked out every night? Like what's your vibe? <laughs> Emily's not going to even remember this. <laughs> she's, she's gone. Yeah, no, I don't drink a ton, which I don't know if, I don't know. My, like... All my family are alcoholics. They're all recovered. But because of that, I was just, I've always, I've been very cautious about alcohol. And I think I'm fine. I think if you, I think there's a lot of science behind if you don't drink when you're like younger than 18, you have less, um, like, you're like less likelihood of developing alcoholism. So mm-hmm. I didn't drink before I was 18. And now I feel like I have a good handle on it, but I still am like a little nervous about alcohol. So I normally don't drink too much. Although That's I'll drink. Smart. Yeah. So not very exciting. I like quit before it became a problem. 
I guess. We love to see it. <laughs> oh, it must be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't drink um, that much. Every now and then I'll, like, socially drink. And I like to think that I'm not, like, super big into peer pressure. I think Grant just dabbed on me. <laughs> um, I think he did. <laughs> but it, like, froze so that I only got this motion. Um, yeah. I like to think that I'm not super susceptible to peer pressure when it comes to most things, but for some reason, alcohol is, like, one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'll have some, and then, like, immediately I'm toasted. Like, <laughs> I have such a low tolerance because I don't drink, and then I have a bad time because I don't drink, and then I drink, so. And some let's address that. the elephant in the room, or maybe the mouse in the room. You're a very tiny person, Ashley, so <laughs> any sort of alcohol is, like, so much Honestly, like, body. smelling, like... Okay, this is this is so stupid. Let me run this by you, Grant. Uh, <laughs> walking by ADP, you know how they have super fermented dough? It's so yeasty. I swear that mm. I get, like, drunk, like, eating their pizza. Just, like, from how <laughs> fermented their dough is. So, are you asking me as a medical professional? Is that what you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> One, as a medical professional, too. I think that's somewhere in a stand-up, stand-up set that I'm developing. It's just, like, how embarrassing me, my relationship to alcohol is in just that I can smell alcohol and just ugh, be red in the face. You're just, yeah, you're just, like, instantly passed in- around the street. <laughs> just- Everyone's like, is Ashley okay? It's like, oh, she's got a low tolerance. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You get it. Thoughts as a medical professional? <laughs> so, yeah. I think I I think I asked, asked Ashley one time if she'd ever thrown up from drinking. <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> but she's, like, gagged herself while... <laughs> this is what the kids call pulling trig. <laughs> <laughs> because she, like, wanted to get the alcohol out of her system because she hated it so much. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. That's that's gangster. <laughs> no, feels, I don't think it is, but yeah. thank you. Bye. I have, okay, I have a couple different questions about, like, the, do you think most of your, the, like, shame that you said comes from... Guilt. No, you said you don't feel guilty. No, I feel oh, guilt. I, I don't I'm feel so shame. <laughs> My bad. I literally... Emily, Emily play the tape back. Um, okay. I'm not somebody that like, really cares about shame, I guess. I feel, I feel shame, guilt, shoot. I said it right. (laughs) Do you think most of that comes from you, like, other people's influences or from you? Like, do you think that you feel guilt over your own choices or guilt over how you treated other people? I mean, it's definitely guilt towards how I've treated other people. Um, That's definitely part of it. And then it also is just, like, a self-involved guilt. Like, for an example of like guilt towards like another person, like about a year ago, Ashley and I were like hanging out or like. This was not a year ago. This was not a year ago. This is more recent. Don't, <laughs> don't even. Um, okay, so like very recently. Okay, so yesterday, uh, no, I'm yesterday so we were on the happening. phone and it wasn't. We started talking about the podcast and it ended up just being talking about our friendship. So. <laughs> oh. So really got out of control. What's oh, your no. point of view? Huh? Huh? but um no so i had like you know at like one point in my life and i think this is still true in some ways but like i'm pretty selective with the term friend 
just because I've had some like difficulties in the past in terms of basically I have trust issues. All right. No, um, that, that has definitely changed, but basically like Ashley and I had only hung out like a couple times and it was very sporadic, you know? And like, I think I said something along the lines of like, you know, like, I mean, I was basically resistant to either call her a friend or like I wasn't going to call her a friend. And she got very hurt about that. And she told me that yesterday and I felt very bad <laughs> about it. And I was because like obviously Ashley and I are like really good friends at this point. And I was just like, because I'm saying this stuff out loud, I will hurt people <laughs> because, because I'm being as yeah, honest about what I'm my kidding. thoughts are. And then I feel very guilty about that because you know I don't want to cause Ashley any harm because I mean she was crying on the phone the whole time <laughs> it was insane I I like went to sleep right after and I didn't wake up until right now when we were recording could not recover I from instantly it. brought her into a huge depression nap <laughs> yeah but like even just it's- like going back to high school like like because I have two minds about um just either myself or my experiences how long do you guys want this to be by the way <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's long, but I I join the company. I don't know. Oh gosh, we're just so starved for social contact. We're just like let's uh, just know. keep let's just keep the tape going. I have like two minds about myself. Is like one is the kind of objective view, which is like, oh Grant, you've actually done like really well in life. You've accomplished a lot. Like oh, you have like many people that care about you and many people that you care for. And you have, like, gone along your path and figured everything out. And, like, you have your goals moving forward and you've continued to get better. So, like, I have that mind about myself. But then I also have this, like, underlying... I'm going to assume it's just, like, genetic, I guess. Like, I can't think about if there's, like, a particular person who put it into me. But, like, this, like, underlying kind of, like, self-conscious, low self-esteem person, which I think is why I work so hard for stuff is because like I have that like mentality in me but there is like that person that like looks back and is like even though in high school I was probably nicer than most kids because like my grade was freaking savage like kids were doing like cocaine all over the place like the popular quote-unquote popular kids were nuts people older than me were doing yeah were kids in my high school doing cocaine um but like I also will like remember just like you know classic like shower thought I'm like geez why did I say that one thing to that one kid like that one time in my math class like okay this is so human Grant (laughs) this is like biological for like human beings who have who are like cognizant yeah you don't think so I mean I was even talking about this about with a friend recently like there's people that don't have an inner dialogue like there's people that don't like talk to themselves in their own brain who, who is that yeah like uh, i i'd like to consider myself emotionally unavailable and i like <laughs> do this to myself all the time like i think about this all the time okay i mean i can send you guys the study after this but there's legitimately i mean it's a study so they, they don't say the people sociopaths yeah like th- well sorry. sociopaths obviously have an inner dialogue because that's why they dominate the world <laughs> Because they have to think ahead, you know? But, like, there's people that just don't have, like, those inside thoughts. And, like, you know, I think that speaks to, like, the intricacy of the brain. Like, just how, like, little changes in either upbringing or genetics can have, like, such a vast difference. But, like, 
you know, like I'm not sure if everybody else experiences that guilt or I definitely know people aren't as honest about it. I know that for sure. Mm. This is a follow-up question. I don't know how quickly we can drop this up. You can answer it later, too. <laughs> but do you find that, like, if a lot of the issues come stem from, like, guilt over past things, do you find that you are not good at apologizing, or are you, like, okay with it? I am... I mean, <laughs> this is the classic, like... <laughs> um, I do apologize pretty frequently, and, like, I think some people are almost, like, annoyed by the level of like apologizing for stuff but um i'm sure like some people in my life would have been like no he never like apologized for anything yeah to follow up on that i just don't think if you apologize and the person accepts your apology you should still feel guilt over things i know you can like think back and be like "Ooh, that was regretful but like yeah when do you think the process of like feeling guilt goes away does it ever i think that's where i can kind of bring like the two minds about like myself and my experience come in is like there's the objective part which is like okay like they didn't accept the apology i just got to move on like you know i've come to terms with it as a person if they haven't that's totally fine but then there is still that part of me that's like you know feels bad about it but like you know, that's on some level just, like, the person that I am, I guess. Like, I've just come to terms with it, and, like, I am overall... I mean, on some levels, I'm, like, neurotic all over the place, freaking out all the time. Bah! Okay, that's my freak out. But, um... But, uh... Like, I still overall am pretty happy person. So, you know, it's not, like, ruining... My life, if anything, I think it's just, like, me being aware and taking those things with me. But then also, it's, like, high school is, like, such, like, a formative time in your life and your brain is, like, developing so much and, like, tensions are so high that, like, it engraves in your mind, I feel like, you know? No matter, like, what you did, it's just kind of, like, so prevalent. Yeah. Like, anybody could talk about high school because everybody remembers that stuff. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all I got for you guys. That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, that was a good therapy session. <laughs> to bring it back to the theme of the pod real quick, what was the last thing that you've done? What's the last time you've done something for the first time? Um, Jeez. Like, first time... For, oh, gosh. Dang. This is almost like one I wish I had some time to think about just because I'm like a pretty like routine person at this point. Just because I have my things that I really like. But, um, ooh, okay, this is a good one, actually. Okay, I did a virtual coffee date. Like, I did a... Cute. Like, and we did, like, FaceTime. Like, I had my cup of coffee. I was, like, trying to be, like, funny of, like, oh, like, don't worry, this cup of coffee's on me, you know, even though she's, like, making her own or whatever. You know, I'm, like, I'm like one of those people <laughs> to date where, like, I make those just freaking terrible jokes. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I had that experience and that was pretty cool. Was it, did you, That's so this funny. is obviously because of the coronavirus, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been, he's been doing this for months. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, how did you guys like, were you guys going to go on a date and then coronavirus canceled it? And so you were like, let's move it. Or was it like Tinder? Like what? You don't have to say, I guess. It was, it was Tinder. 
Um, you know, first off, I just want to say cancel culture is getting out of control. Everything's getting canceled now. I don't know what the deal is. I can't believe that they stopped going on dates. They as in yeah. <laughs> but um, Sorry. it was a Tinder, and I mean, we've kept talking, so I mean, it must have went well. Um, but it's just yeah, it's like it's kind of funny to like, I guess, attempt to be dating at this point just because. Um, you know, it's like there's not much... Like, without the physical presence, there's, like, pretty much zero commitment, yeah. you know? Like, anybody can pull out at any point. And, you know, like, I feel like when you see somebody in person and you're, like, sitting close by, like, you two are kind of, like, I guess, like, primally... This is going to sound so weird. Like, but you're primally, like, smelling each <laughs> other and, like, taking in each other's oh, pheromones yeah. and stuff. You know, like, that's that's yeah. a huge bonder. You know, bondage. Hey, come on. <laughs> And it's going thank off the rails. Oh, no. until, <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you for saving it until one hour and twelve minutes in. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. But yeah, that was that was a first time experience, and um, you know. Would you do it again? Would you recommend it? I mean, there's nothing else going on, people. Like, <laughs> honestly, well. it's like you might as well be doing everything because there's like nothing LSD. going on. And yeah. I hope a lot of people, like a lot of people, are in terrible situations given everything closing down and i want everybody who has the opportunity to you know like i'm living off of my parents currently and i'm sure like there's a lot of people who are living off of stuff like you know take advantage of this like opportunity because like a lot of people are just deep in like debt now and like not having their day-to-day job and all those things so like make sure you know if you're in the right circumstance to, like take advantage of it because like a lot of people don't have those opportunities wow my next question was going to be uh what is like a benefit or like a pro on the pro cons list of coronavirus pro okay i was honestly thinking no, i feel about like this. you just listed it okay no 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 no, no. hey that's i'm gonna answer the question <laughs> I'm not gonna put words in your mouth that you said. Yourself. Is that it's, it's a great time to have a learner's permit and to drive around right now? The roads are empty. <laughs> Do you not Such have a, a driver's one. license? No, I I, I so have sorry. a driver's license. I've just been thinking of starting a series of like unconventional good things about the coronavirus right now. I really like that. That's <sighs> okay. That's a great one. Okay, I think I think the time is up. I hate to be the person that's on someone's podcast. Did you podcast. just cancel? Did you just end? Okay, let's do thank yous. Thank yous. Yeah, okay, thank yeah. you, Grant. Thank you, Grant, for being thank here. You. Thank you for having Grant. me. It was a lot of fun. And Emily, I hope you know a lot more about me, and I still want to know a lot more about you at some point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're close now. I'm going to see you in person. Maybe never, actually, because you graduated. Oh. But. And be like, that's oh. so sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I wanted thank yous, not things to make me cry. Um, thank you, Ashley and Grant, for starting the Oregon State Improv Club. Um, Did you hear that? So fun of you guys. <laughs> Emily, I'm I... so pissed that you're giving Ashley any credit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that I give so many people myself credit, I tell so many people. <laughs> fine whatever whatever thank you ashley for being there and well grant was starting the improv club what? Um, oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I'm as a third party as a third party i've enjoyed um oregon state improv shows and i think they're hilarious so oh, thank you emily we will and, be yeah. going 
into the future for sure. Um, This year I did step down as kind of an experiment to see if it can continue and it will continue. So I'm excited about that. And Ashley, once again, just be sincere. You did help a lot. And shout out to Emma Johnstone. Oh, yes, please. Big shout out. I was just talking to her yesterday. Yas Queen. She she lifted me out of my bang depression. She was like, it's okay, we all make mistakes. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Uh, seeing seeing thank the you. posts yeah, of like, her Emma. with her boyfriend so are just like so cute. Oh, so cute. They're just in like the middle of nowhere, Idaho, and it's like, they're just living yeah. It's very adorable. Uh, thank you to my mom, who also tried to stop me from giving myself bangs. She was like, you, you look so ugly with bangs, don't do it. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't do it for like a day. And then I did it the next day. So shout out one time to my mom. Shout out one time to your mom. Uh, it just, it's always so funny to me. It's so sweet and supportive of her whenever she go, like shows up at, what is the Beaver Hut? Not Beaver Hut. Why don't I remember what it's called? That bar downtown? All those businesses are Beaver. gone You guys now, just so It's okay. It's already out of my memory. Anything. So am I supposed uh, to say like thank you? Gil- yeah, the auditorium yeah. when she would show up. Picks, I thought like, that was really sweet. I would like to thank. Um, so this is going to be a weird one, I guess. But like, you know, social media before this was going on, like everybody was like, screw social media. It's the worst. I hate it. Like, oh, everybody, like you need to spend like less time on it. But like, that's the only way we're staying sane now. <laughs> Is through keeping uh, the connections with everybody. Now, I do not I enjoy all the fear mongering and all the misinformation. Okay. And. Oh, you don't enjoy misinformation? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, it's like I don't even um, know you. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ashley. Are you calling me Sorry. out for. Never mind. Let's not even get into for that. For being a normal person who doesn't. Oh, we'll do that. We'll, we'll go off pod. But yeah, I want to thank social media for keeping me connected with all my people. I want to thank Oregon State for giving me a lot of opportunities. Um, I do think for many people, objectively, should not go to college. But I've really enjoyed my time there. And um, thank you to my family for housing me and keeping me sane. And thanks for you two for having me on and having a great time. Okay, well, I guess I have no more thank yous. Oh, thank you, you everyone, for listening. That was the thing. That was the thing. Bye. There was. Bye. Bye. Is it okay if I open up my hydro flask right next to the mic one sec? Oh, okay, there we go. That was so satisfying. Okay, okay, listen to this one. No, that was so good. Oh, mine's but, pretty good. That's ooh, sweet. that was a good one. That was like, Emily's yours was like explosive. Um, yeah. That was.